0: Okay, let's start over. Good morning, and welcome to Overeater Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Katie F., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Wednesday, June 17, 2020. Today we are reading from the Big Book, Chapter 11, and we're at page 163, the first paragraph. We know what you are thinking. Today's readers are for the 12 Steps, Terry H., for the 12 Traditions, Mary G., and reading the text are Diane B., Du L., and Sarah M. The reference numbers for Tuesday, June 16, 2020, are, for the 7 a.m., 14,816. That's 14816. And for the 10 a.m., are 14,817. That's 14817. OA preamble. who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Terry H. to read the 12 steps. Thank you, Katie. Good morning, everybody. This is Terry H., a grateful,
1: recovered, compulsive overeater to the grace of God from Pensacola, Florida. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. Six, was entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. And seven, humbly asked him to remove my shortcomings, our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. And ten, continued to take a personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and for the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening to the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all of our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to be your service. And next, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Terry. Okay, I will now ask Mary G. to read the 12 traditions.
2: Good morning. This is Mary G., a compulsive overeater from Minnesota. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for a group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority. loving God as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. 3. The only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. 4. Each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. 5. Each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you for letting me be of service. I pass.
0: Our absence requirement for moderators is one year, and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing with the directions in the Big Book need to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. And someone's not muted right now. Um, today, we resume our study of the Big Book on page 163. The first paragraph, we know what you are thinking. And I will ask Diane B. to begin reading.
3: Thank you, Katie. Diane. This,
0: okay, this there you are. you are.
3: Yeah, this is Diane B. in New York gratefully recovered today. We know what you were thinking. You were saying to yourself, I'm jittery and alone. I couldn't do that. But you can. You forget.
4: Nope, Diane, we can't hear you.
3: Sorry about that. Um, okay, yeah, I'll start again. Very, yeah. We know okay. what you were th- We know what you are thinking. You are saying to yourself, I'm jittery and alone. I couldn't do that. But you can. You forget that you have just now tapped a source of power much greater than yourself. To duplicate with such backing what we have accomplished is only a matter of willingness, patience, and labor. So, again, I'm Diane B. from New Rochelle, New York, gratefully recovered today. Um, So this is a really great paragraph for me because I have to tell you, I was so alone Even when I was with other people, I never felt like I was a part of the group I was always apart from, and um, I just was very lonely. Um, I wanted to, I usually didn't feel like being around people. I preferred to binge alone. Um, I was a professional sneak eater, so I was always hiding the evidence, even when I lived alone. I was throwing out the wrappers other places. I would eat stuff in the car so it wouldn't come into the house, like, just all this crazy behavior that went around this compulsive eating. Um, but today, I'm not alone. I have a higher power that's with me all the time. I have friends in the program. I have friends outside of program. But today, I can really relate to people because I'm not focusing on the food. If I go to a party, I'm not hanging around the, uh, the buffet table anymore or wondering what are they going to serve. I am there because I want to help celebrate the person or the occasion um, whatever, the, whatever it may be, I want to be there to be part of that as opposed to just figuring out what I was going to eat. So that has really changed a lot for me, just having that higher power with me all the time. Um, I no longer lie or cheat or steal or step on people's toes. I don't expect much from other people. Um, and if I do, my expectations are more in line with reality. So now I don't have to cover up these uh, thoughts and emotions and these actions by binging. You know, I'm leading a clean life, and that helps me to lead to eat very cleanly also. Um, so all I really needed was to have the willingness to let go of the food, the patience to have a spiritual awakening, and the labor of working this very practical approach, which is the 12 steps. And that's what brings me to recovery. I can, I will, and I do recover on a spiritual basis one day at a time. All the things that we hear um, that we've been reading in the book about, you know, page 162, on page 58, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. You know, that's what I have to do. I follow instructions and I do the best I can, and it's very, very simple. So I'm really grateful that I can and I have completely given myself over to this very simple program, and I do believe that anyone who is has the willingness, has the patience, and is willing to do the work, the labor is working those 12 steps. Um, I believe that anybody can be recovered. Um, and I'm so grateful that I am, and I'm happy that I'm able to do service. So with that, I pass.
0: Thank you so much, Diane, for getting us started. Okay, there's an echo. I hope everyone else can hear that. Um, okay, so we're on page 163, the third the First paragraph, we know what you are thinking. And although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day. So if you have shared this week, Monday or Tuesday, we ask that you hold back and let others have an opportunity. Um okay, who would like to share?
4: Melissa C. Sam
0: S. Melissa Sam S. Do Abby S. Laurel B L. Abby S. Laurel B. Janet B. Janet B. Sandy W Sandy W and Daniel B. Okay, we'll stop. We'll stop there. Daniel. Okay, I have Melissa C, Sam S. 2L, Abby, I'm sorry I didn't get your initial, Laurel B, Janet B, Sandy W, and I think it was Daniel B. Go ahead, please, Melissa C., followed by Sam F.
5: Hi, good morning. Thank you so much, Katie, for your service this morning. My name is Melissa C. I'm a recovered compulsive over and I live in New York. Um, you know, and I like jittery is nervous and unable to relax. And um, when I'm jittery, and I've definitely been this way for sure. Um, it's because I'm consumed with the future or with what others think of me and and, and ultimately with myself. Even feeling alone is focusing on myself. Um, you know, and I've felt this sense of, like, isolation and nervousness both in my food sobriety, you know, and out of it. And, and because... Um, I wasn't tapped into the source of power greater than myself. And I love the original wording. Like I read at the bottom, it says, so much greater than myself. I like that, so, you know, so much greater than myself. And and he's really talking, they're really talking about feeling nervous and jittery about lacking fellowship, about lacking a connection with people, because we know that's necessary in this. That's part of this altruistic movement. So, this network that they're talking about this you know whether it's a small sense of community or a larger network we're told willingness, patience, and labor and you know willingness is um, doing stuff you might not want to do, but you're doing it anyway because you've seen others go before you and they offer you hope and you know so what was I willing to do? What am I willing to do? Um, reach out, you know, help others. I, you know, I was willing initially to get a sponsor. Um, My sponsor urged me to to start speaking because I was experiencing a miracle of healing. And and then what happens is um, that fellowship that I craved began to occur. And, you know, um, my own patience in developing this was really – I had problems in my family and my life and I needed patience to work through those things and God in his incredible infinite power and wisdom, what he did was he brought me sisters who had shared struggles, who were living the steps regardless of those shared struggles and you know, and I just, I celebrate God because he gave me precisely what I need when I when I need it. And if I live in agreement with my primary purpose, which is to carry the message to the still suffering, then I don't need to feel jittery and alone. That takes up all of that time. And um, thanks. With that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Melissa C.
4: Okay, Sam asked you're up, followed by Do L. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. This is Sam S. Recovered compulsive overeater from Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, The word that I really honed in on this morning is patience. Um, You know, when I was a kid, uh, the day before a major holiday, I would get in bed, close my eyes for five minutes, and then run downstairs and tell my parents, like, I can't sleep. (laughs) And they would say, did you try? And I'm like, I tried everything. I can't sleep, you know. And, um, and I've carried that kind of mentality all throughout my life with things. Um, one of my very good friends, um, had shared with me, you know, we want to start at the end and, um, and I wanted to start at the end a lot. I still do. Um, you know, I remember early day, days, of abstinence, like, why am I not at a re- healthy body weight, you know, being at step one, why am I not getting the nine step promises, um, sponsoring, you know, for the first time as a recovered woman. And, and why don't I have all the answers as a sponsor? Um, you know, reading and hearing about people that are talking about love and tolerance in their, in their code. Why isn't it my code? Um, you know, having God mold my ideals to be a better wife and, and saying, why am I not doing this already? So it's, you know, in, in, in this program, I've learned that, you know, I need to put in the effort, but I also have to stay with God. And I need to practice the program and lean on my higher power And something that I've learned for me, and this is how God keeps me humble and keeps him God, is that my miracles are always seen through the the rear view mirror, where I always realize one day, wow, there has been a profound change. And it was not from me. You know, I did the work, but I didn't change my heart. That's what God did. And you know, I can look back today. I still have the things that I want now, and I don't understand why I'm not getting them now and I'm impatient about. but I can look back on those miracles that have occurred and, and be given the patience um, and the evidence to know that God works. I need to do my part, but God is working. He is my friend, my creator, my employer. All I have to do is just give the results to him and just do the next right thing. It's really simple. And then the not so simple thing is to have patience. So I loved this paragraph and just um, I'm, I'm getting the word patience like the last few weeks. So it must mean that I need it. With that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you
0: so much, Sam. Okay, Duell, you're up followed by Abby. I'm sorry, did you call on me? I did okay, thanks, uh good morning. This is do Al Recover Compulsible Reader from New York. um I love this paragraph because you know what i when I first came into program and I um had to sponsor initially, it was scary. I mean like I didn't know all the things that my sponsor knew um I didn't know how to articulate it, I was scared, I was fearful. But, you know, when I started to sponsor, that's when the magic started to happen. And I'm reminded here that, you know, uh, you forget that you have now tapped a a resource, a source of power much greater than yourself. And and that's what I have to remember that, you know, Bill reminds me on page 15 that if I fail to perfect and enlarge on my spiritual life and work and self-sacrifice of others, I could not survive the certain trials and low spots ahead. But he also reminds me on page 13 that I have entered a new relationship with this creator, Um, you know, where I have established and I get to maintain it. And the thing that I have to believe is not believe just in God, but believe in the power of God, plus plus enough willingness, honesty, and humility. These are the things that are going to propel me to continue on that path, right, to build that fellowship. And how do I build the fellowship? Well, when I sponsor another person and it says to duplicate, right, with with such backing what we have accomplished, it's only a matter of willingness, patience, and labor. So I'm just going to pass on what I've been given. That's all I have to do, pass on my experience, strength, and hope, others. And then what it also reminds me of is on page 567 that we tapped it in an unexpected inner resource. So the inner resource is a direct inner resource, right, that I experienced that does not come from external resources like church, or you know, it doesn't come from fear, it doesn't come from resentment, it doesn't come from self will, it doesn't come from religious dogma, but it comes from an intimate relationship with this
1: inner resource, which I choose to identify as a higher power or God, right?
0: It's a God consciousness that's going to propel me to do the impossible, it's going to propel me to have these, um, this ability for this power greater than myself to work through me and in me and for me and for others. And so as long as I keep that in the forefront, you know, it says that I should be able to do what I normally could not do by myself. And then that's what's going to build up this fellowship. That's going to build up the things that I need in order to achieve the things that God wills me to do, which is to be helpful to others. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much. Do well. Okay, Abby, you're up, follow, followed by Laurel B.
4: Hello,
6: this is Abby, um, recovered compulsive overeater in Michigan. And I honed in on the word patience um I some things have been coming up in my life a couple big decisions or things that I had applied for um and it's a waiting game and so I mean this this reminds me of a few different things um I love how it says, like, at the beginning, like, he thinks that he can't, but he can, because he has this inner resource, and how many times did I think, like, I am not going to survive this, or at first, it was, I am not going to be able to be abstinent, like, there's no way I'm going to, this this obsession is going to be removed, And um, and then the miracle is that it is removed, and so you know, now being abstinent, and the food's not calling me, but, um, you know, I do have difficulty still being patient, and, you know, I, when, when we get abstinent, or when I got abstinent, I start feeling everything, like, I put down my things that I go to, and I feel like they rob just like just raw just hanging out there just like so vulnerable and I'm feeling all my feelings and um sometimes I think like these feelings are going to kill me (laughs) and it's good to be on this line to be able to share with other people and just know that um you know there is a higher power and things are working out and this too shall pass and this you know um my step work really really helps me you know it says willing willingness patience and labor so willingness to believe that there's something greater that can save me um patience like sometimes it's an act as if process and labor like I just got to keep myself busy helping others with step work you know doing my 10th steps, um praying just doing the next right thing and um and yeah, it's good to be on this line. I'm sharing because I need to today. I need you all. I need patience. This is a prayer in itself, and so um, I just uh, even if I don't, you know, sometimes I don't think that I have the strength. Um, but then I can remember that I I can get the strength from my higher power and all of you. So thanks for letting me share in a path. I hope everyone has a great day.
0: Thank you, Abby. Okay, Laurel B., you're up, followed by Janet B. Good morning. This is Laurel B., a recovered compulsive overeater from Illinois. Thank you so much for your service, Katie. The maintenance and growth of my spiritual condition requires daily practice of steps 10, 11, and 12. I have learned that I have to be patient with myself because
3: growth can be painful and takes time. The payoff to having willingness and patience in working the program brings freedom from feeling
0: restless, irritable, and discontent. When I can stay in the moment, sanity returns, and I can live a relatively normal and useful life. With that, I pass. Thank you. Okay. well, thank you, um, Laurel. And now we'll have Janet B. followed by Sandy W.
7: Yeah, hi. This is Janet B., recovered from compulsive eating and bulimia in New Jersey. I am just circling back to that line, you've now tapped a source of power much greater than yourself and the awesomeness of it. I've tapped into the power of the creator of the universe. And this really resonates with me because I spent my first six, seven years in OA actually getting worse. I was going to Overeaters Anonymous regularly. I had a bunch of sponsors. I did a bunch of assignments. I wrote down my food. I called in my food. I did what I was told, and I was getting worse and worse and worse. And people would say things like, admit you're powerless over food. I would say, I am. I'm powerless. And they would say, great. Now stick to your food plan. Now be abstinent. And I realize now that is as absurd as a doctor telling someone, you see your x-ray. You see that you have cancer. Great now you can make your cancer cells stop multiplying. We would never do that because we're powerless. A person is powerless over making their cancer cells multiply. And I was powerless over my compulsive eating. My problem wasn't lack of knowledge. It wasn't even a lack of willingness. My problem was lack of power. So what do I do? I couldn't just get a food plan and be abstinent. And then after I was abstinent in a while, you know, do a bunch of spiritual work. I had to do the spiritual work to get abstinent. And, you know, I was looking through the book once to see, okay, where does it happen? Where, do, where can I start getting the power to be abstinent? And I really found the answer on page 46, where it says, as soon as we admitted the possible existence of a creative intelligence, a spirit of the universe, basically God as I understand him, we begin to be possessed of a new sense of power and direction. So for me, power came in when I started to believe that maybe God could. And the way it worked for me was me just saying, God, I've always had fixed ideas of what you are like and how you wanted me to worship you. I'm willing to admit it's all wrong and to start over and let you show me what you're like and how to worship you. And after um, a long time of binging and throwing up at my worst, throwing up six times a day, stuffing food down my throat before meetings, it was like a hand reached into my soul and yanked out the obsession Um, because finally um, I was tapped into the solution. And the solution was to tap into and to just submit to a source of power much greater than myself and um, continue working the steps so that that power just keeps permeating my life. Um, but I just want to say for me, I needed to tap into that source of power. Time I needed, okay, um, quickly to get abstinent. So thank you.
0: Thank you, Laurel. Okay, Janet, Oh, I'm sorry. Was that Laurel or Janet? Okay. I think Janet B. is next. Oh, that was Janet. Janet. That okay, was that's Janet. what I thought, and I, I just got mixed up. Okay, Sandy W., you're up, followed by Daniel.
8: Good morning, Sandy everyone. W. This is
9: Hello? Can I be okay, heard? Can we hear you. Yes, you can. Okay. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. This is Sandy W. from um, Virginia, and um, thankfully a recovering compulsive overeater, I focused in on, well, let me give you a quick background. I have about six years in OA with um, a very up and down path um, because of the attributes that I didn't fulfill. Um, Those things, it's only a matter of willingness, patience, and labor. I need to have constant willingness or I don't keep up with things. I let them go to the wayside, you know, because in times of good, when I'm doing well with my meal plan, then that's when I let it slack off. And so to me, it says constant willingness, you know, not only to bring my problems to my higher power, but to daily give gratitude. And that's my source. And that higher power is always with me. And then patience, Um, that's been uh, a difficulty for me all my life. It's what I want, when I want it, Um, and it's not my path. It's my higher power's path. It's my creator's path. Um, I believe that I am more able to have patience if I place more trust in that higher power, you know, that, that, that higher power loves me and has a direction for me to go. And the other place where I faltered was the labor, the action, everyday program work. And um, I've spent time looking at the relapses that I had in program and it's been pretty consistent that I make other things a priority. So the action has to be there. And um, reaching out to self and others just bring us back that we're not alone in our disease, we're not alone in our recovery, and we have others to help. And with that, I pass.
0: Thank you so much, um, Sandy. Okay, Daniel, you're up, and then we'll open it up for more shares on uh,
10: the first paragraph on page 153. Thank you so much. Um, good evening. Uh my name is Daniel B. and Bravo, and I'm calling from Beijing and china and uh I'm very grateful uh for the meeting today. Um, I may not be able to get Google and YouTube here, but i'm very, very grateful that I'm able to dial in and to be able to continue to participate um in real time with this with this fellowship um, I can tell you that my life completely became transformed when I made this, this decision to be willing uh, to be patient and, and to do the, the labor, um, AKA the work, as suggested by my, 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 my sponsor or my, my guide through the steps, if you would, that came from this fellowship, who also has a sponsor in this fellowship. And it literally began transforming. I think for me, noticeably in step five, like literally almost in a moment. Um, and we don't have time for all that. <clears throat> uh, I'm, a little nervous this, I'm a little nervous today sharing. I think it's the first time I've shared uh, during this hour. So I will keep it brief and uh, just reaffirm uh, my personal commitment and my gratitude um, for the program and for all of you. With uh, that I will pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, Daniel. It's great to hear from someone so <laughs> far away. Okay, so um, if you haven't shared, um, although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your shares to every third day. So if you shared on Monday or Tuesday, please hold back and let others might share their experience. Um, and we're on page 163, the first paragraph. We know what you were thinking. Lisa. Lisa. Amy G. Anna. Lisa. Julie. Uh, Amy. Okay, if we could stop. If um, okay, I got Charles H, Lisa, Amy G, and then I I didn't I didn't hear anything else after that. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm not hearing anything. So if you wanted to share, please. Other than Charles, Shlomo Lisa, Marzi, Marzi, Marzi. Okay, I got Sorry Shlomi, Shlomi, Shlomi Hana,
1: Maddie, uh, Dorita. A,
0: Reva Maddie P. S, Dorita, and Reba. Okay, let's just stop there. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I always have a hard time on the second group. I don't know why. Okay, Charles H., Lisa, I didn't get your initial. Amy G., Shlomi Hanna, Mara Z, I think it was Matt, but I don't know your initial. And then Dorita P and Reba P. Okay, Charles, you're up, followed by Lisa.
8: Thank you, Katie, for your service. Um, yeah, there's a lot packed in here. You have tapped a source of power much greater than yourself. You know what you're thinking. This is this is a thought that I've had several times, even as a believer. To me, I'm going to make a bold statement. I don't really care. I ain't scared of y'all. I'm scared of my thoughts, so I'm going to just get them out. I think as a believer, I have the, the most hardest, difficult problems with step two. And I'm saying that strong this morning because we know what you're thinking. You know, we we, we always hear faith without works is dead. Without our faces dead as well. If I think I'm here alone, we know you jittery. We know you scared. You know, uh, uh, I do a lot of 11-step reviews, and sometimes I might send you, send it to you. I send it to different people, and I get them back. And you know, question seven and eight, what could I have done better, and was I kind of loving it to, um, to everybody? Usually that's, that's definitely a no, unless I'm like 10 minutes after I die, it's probably going to be yes. But, um, it, 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 so, I used to answer these in reviews. Was I resentful? Nope. Was I selfish? Nope. Was I self-centered? Nope. Was I afraid? Nope. Then how could I be kind and of loving it? Like, I must be God then. So, you know, the last sentence talks about labor and, and, and all that. How much 10 steps are, are you doing, Charles? You need to be doing at least five to six every single day because my thoughts are not like God. I'm human, I'm finite, but with this, but I'm not alone. We got a community, we got a fellowship. You know, without the fellowship, I don't need a program because, you know, just the program with me and the world alone being self-centered, I don't need a fellowship. But guess what? I need the fellowship, I need the willingness, I need the patience, I need the desperation, and I'm grateful for it, and with that I'm off it.
0: Thank you, Charles. Okay. Um, Lisa, you're up, followed by Amy G. Uh, Good morning, Katie. This is Lisa H. Um, Gratefully recovered in Tennessee today. Um, Thank you. Um, Gosh, a powerful, powerful paragraph, just a few sentences. Um, And what what I know today is, you know, it can be, we can do this with, you know, it's only a matter of willingness, patience and labor um but i can't i can't do any of this without tapping into that power right without tapping into that power that's within me i can't do any of this if i don't um put the food down and get get unclouded um i have to get clear i also know that i have to do this every day you know this willingness um you know for me every day i have to be willing to set aside everything i think i know um, in the beginning, I have to say, you know, you hear instead of yes, but yes, ma'am, because I have to be willing in the beginning to take direction, um, from, from, uh, God with skin on, you know, from sponsor, from recovered fellows, um, and, and the willingness too um, to do the work, you know, it says labor, I have to be willing for me to set aside everything I know, everything I think I know for an open mind and a new experience. Because what I what I have done before, what I've done in the past, um, it hasn't worked, right? And and the solution, you all have, have shared with me the solution. So every day I can be willing and I can do the work. Um, and like someone else said, patience has always been the hardest thing um, to wait patiently for that, um, for God to effectuate the change, right? I can't effectuate that change in myself. I can I can put the food down. I can start working these steps. I can tap into this power that's deep down within me, right, that, that, um, that deep down within each man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. And that's just where I can begin. Um, if I'm willing to set aside what I think I know and work these steps with diligence, you know, show up continue to show up, continue to reach out, continue to share my experience, strength, and hope, um, that that change is going to happen. Um, gratefully, now I have this neutrality around the food. Grateful that I have um, steps 10, 11, and 12 to continue to um, grow and change and hopefully have some emotional sobriety um, in addition to food sobriety. Anyway, thank you so much for letting me share, and I pass. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, next we have Amy G. Followed by Hana. Thanks, Katie. Thanks for your service. My name is Amy G. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Maryland. So grateful. What an awesome meeting. Uh, for me, what stands out is that I'm jittery and alone. I mean, I don't know about you all, but... Uh, when prior to program did I not feel jittery and alone? And, and I bet everyone on the line, you know, we know what that feels like. That's what they're saying. We know what you are thinking because, because they know they've been there. So, of course, I mean, that's completely self-absorbed with me, myself, and I thinking I had to run this world, this show on my own. I absolutely felt jittery, jittery and alone. I always felt alone. Talk about restless, irritable, and discontent. I couldn't even live in my own skin. I had the sense e I had to search for a sense of ease and comfort because I couldn't handle life on life's terms, and I didn't know how and I had to thought I thought I had to do it all on my own, so of course, I would say I couldn't do that, and what is that by the way? it's to recover and carry the message to the still suffering compulsive over ear and it says if we go to the paragraph five of that, though you be but one man with this book in your hand, we believe you and hope it contains all you need to begin. so what are they saying here? We know what you're thinking. We've been there. We have a book with instructions and in 12 steps that will get you to where you need to go, meaning tapping into a power greater than ourselves. If we do the work that the 12 steps tells us to do, putting the food down first, we will tap into that. Remember, the, the, what I tend to forget for myself is the first word in the first step is we. We admitted that we were powerless this is a we program and one of the biggest lies that I believe in my thinking in my screwed up thinking is that I am alone and I'm not alone I have tapped into the power of this big book the 12 steps the fellowship and of course most importantly a power greater than myself in actuality I had to I had to do not think when it talks about willingness you know, willingness to me is a bit overrated unless I'm willing to do something, you know, to not think but to do. And that is to work the
5: process of these 12 steps and then know that I am no longer alone, to stop believing the lie that I am no longer alone.
0: Together we can do what we could never do ourselves. And when it talks about this power, you know, I've been reading the the um, stories in the back of the book, and there's this, there's this quote on 386 that I think makes it so you know, brings it all together. It says, here I have found an ingredient that had been lacking in any other effort I had made to save myself. Here was power. Here was power to live to the end of any given day, power to change and have courage to face the next day, power to have friends, power to help people, power to be sane, power to stay sober. Moreover, I am deeply convinced that so long as I continue to strive in my bumbling way, Toward the principles I first encountered in the earlier chapters of this book, this remarkable power will continue to flow through me. What is this power? A power greater than myself. And with that, I'll pass. Perfect timing, Amy. Okay, Shalomihana, followed by Maura Z. Thank you so much. I'm Shlomi Tana, recovered, thank God, in Philadelphia. Thank you so much to the moderator, to the timekeeper, and every single person on this line. To me, as I'm reading this paragraph, I'm thinking, this is such a great paragraph to read to a sponsee who has just recovered. Um, I remember when I first became abstinent years and years and years ago, and this is just when I was being a food sponsor, not a step sponsor, I was so nervous to start sponsoring people. I thought, oh my gosh, like how am I going to do this? Um, But when we recover using the steps and using the system, um, I think that it's normal for people who have just recovered, especially if they're new in program, to feel jittery and alone and to forget Because we let's face it, we spent so much time being jittery and alone in our own disease that we forget that we have a whole system here in this book and a whole fellowship that shows us exactly how to go out and sponsor people. You know, I don't know about you, but I often think that I need to reinvent the wheel. And this paragraph is clearly saying you do not need to reinvent the wheel. Just do what you were taught, do what is in the book and you can do it, right? Because you forget that you have just now tapped into a source of power much greater than yourself, that source of power being God, being the fellowship, being the system in this book, being the program. That is a power much, much greater than me and I have that behind me. I don't have to reinvent the wheel today, and I don't have to figure this out. It's all been laid out for me. All I have to do is just take it to somebody who's willing. That's it. And it's to duplicate with such backing we have accomplished is only a matter of willingness, patience, and labor, and that is all that we need in order to sponsor. We don't have to figure anything out. We have the backing. We have the backing of the book. We have the backing of our fellows. We have the backing of program. And all we need is willingness, patience, and labor to do the work. That's it, to take it to somebody else. We do not need to do anything else. And I think that's a very comforting thought for somebody who's just starting out sponsoring. So with that, I'll pass. Thank you so much, lomi Hanna. Okay, so next we have Maura Z, followed by Matt. And then I'm not sure if we're gonna get all of the people in. We have nine minutes, so go ahead, please, Marsey. Good morning, Katie. Thanks so very much for your service. Morrissey recovered in Virginia by God's grace and mercy. What a great little paragraph, starting my timer. Um, I thought I had to be everything to everybody. I thought I had to be perfect. What a disease thought that is. I thought I needed to recreate exactly what I've lived through perfectly. Again, the word perfect, it permeated my life. It still dips its toe back in every once in a while. But here's the thing. I don't have to do anything perfectly because I certainly didn't get to where I am by being perfect. Good Lord, have mercy. Oh, No, I just have to be willing, I have to have patience, and I have to be able to, and I have to be able to work. I have to want it. I have to do it. Again, it comes back to just doing it. You forget that you have just now tapped a source of power much greater than yourself. You know, I, I did not come into OA thinking, you know, I know how to do this. I came into OA thinking, I don't know Jack. I can't figure anything out. Nothing is working for me, so I might as well try this next thing. But at the time, it wasn't this next thing. It was, if this don't work, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. And 20 years in, thank you, dear God, and because of this wonderful meeting, I found the 12 steps. Imagine that, finding the 12 steps after being in program for 11 years. And realizing that 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 was the path to finding God all along. That's all I needed. That's all I needed was to find a power greater than myself because I had no power. So what do I do now that I've been gifted this way of life? I pass it on. I share it. I give it away willingly. I give it away with love, and I give it away with urgency. Because if I don't give it away, if I'm not sharing the power that I was given by working the 12 steps, then I'm going to sink back into Maura knows everything, and I can do for myself. And that is a very dangerous place for me to be. That means I'm back to I'm all that in a bag of chips. Look out, world, here I come. Well, that's freaking bullshit. Sorry, guys, I just got to call it. That's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it was when my brain was on me. You know, the egg frying in the skillet. This is your brain on Mora. Now I get to live in peace. I get to live with God, and I do it happily. Thanks, Katie. I'll pass. Thank you, Maura. Okay, Matt, you're up, followed by Dorita P. Hi, this is Maddie. Um oh, Maddie, in... I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> okay, thanks. This is Maddie in New Hampshire, and uh, I wanted to comment <clears throat> about uh, the whole concept of willingness and power, and I thought I was willing, for I've been in around programs since seventy seven in and out, but it has taken me a very long time <clears throat> excuse me to realize that you know the the um the importance of the big book I, somehow I was always told, "Take what you like
1: and leave the rest,
0: <clears throat> which is like. Well, I'll make a recipe, or I'll follow instructions to make a piece of furniture from a box, but oh, I don't need all those screws, or I don't need the the you know all those ingredients, and what do you have? You have something that does not resemble your desired goal and it for whatever reason, I did not really understand that the big book was truly the recipe. And and like a recipe, I have learned, you follow the instructions. And if you don't have all the ingredients, you either get them or do something else. Um, but it took me many years to realize that the, the passage of how it works um, was, you know, rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. And I realized over the years I didn't thoroughly follow the path. I picked and choose for many years. I just liked the tools those seemed easy and relevant and available and well the the steps they're they're big stuff they're hard and i I did not feel that uh I was around I did not happen to have a sponsor who emphasized that. And it really wasn't until the last two or three years um, that I've been able to really come to a power greater than myself and realize we are instructed to do the steps and the tools on a daily basis. And at first I thought, oh, that is just ridiculous. I'll spend all my time. But
1: you, if you have a goal that is really important to you, if you don't follow the directions, you're not going to get the result. It's very clear.
0: And I'd say for the last two years, I have been following the directions, and I have very satisfactorily come upon a power greater than myself that I never would have thought existed. So I thank you all, and I thank you God pass. Thank you, Maddie. And sorry, I got your name wrong. I was just writing quickly. Um, Okay, Dorita P., uh, we have two minutes, please. And read Is anybody there? Moderate.
11: Moderate.
6: I was just going to ask. Katie, to we lost one, you. Okay. Katie. One,
2: Hello, hear? Yes, now you can. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know uh, let me how start I got from got the, the top. That's okay. But
0: anyway, That's go ahead, please, okay. Dorita. Thank you.
11: Okay, I'll, I'll start over with my two-minute timer. Thank you. Yeah, we <laughs> didn't. We didn't hear you.
0: <laughs> go ahead. Okay,
11: no problem. Uh, my name is Dorita P uh from Cleveland, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater, and I'm really grateful to be here. It's a privilege and honor to be at a meeting of Overeaters Anonymous. Everybody do not get this opportunity for whatever reason, so I'm really grateful uh, I have a seat here. Yes, um, I really love this paragraph. Um, you forget uh, that you have just tapped a source of power much greater than yourself. Um, I forget all the time, you know, that I have this power. And um, my higher power, or God, has um, started eight or nine meetings through me, and I'm just so grateful that he uses me for that. Um, That's my favorite thing to do in the program. Well, I have two favorite things, starting meetings and speaking. You know, and I always say it's God's story that happened to me. And then I just lastly want to say I don't, I don't even need to use all of my time, but I just lastly want to say that, um, um, yeah, um, I um, what was I gonna say, oh, I I did not get uh, abstinent on my first day, and. If my sponsor had told me that I needed to be abstinent before she worked with me, I wouldn't be here. Um, If I could be abstinent or follow a food plan when I got here, I wouldn't have came. Um, So I'm just really grateful. So it is absurd to tell a person to be abstinent. And uh, most people I know who say that, uh, they weren't abstinent on their first day. So I'm just really grateful for this program, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Dorita. Boy, I'm losing my mind here. Okay, thank you so much, Dorita, and I'm sorry we didn't get you in, Reba. Um, Thank you to everyone who shared today, and thank you for all the people helping out with this meeting, and please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. And the share ID for today, June seventeenth, twenty 7 AM meeting is fourteen thousand eight hundred and twenty-five. That's one four eight two five. And we will now close with the reading from the big book on page one hundred sixty-four, followed by the serenity prayer. And we'll do L please read a vision for you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only.
8: Star one do?
4: Hi.
0: There you are. Thank you.
10: Just a second. I'm look, at the, look
0: at your page. <laughs> Sorry. One sixty four. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We know only a little. We realize we know only a little. God will disclose. Will constantly disclose. um,